Let's talk about Rihanna, mm -hmm. the diva Rihanna. Mm -hmm. uh, she's from Barbados? Yeah. She's okay. Bajan. Okay, she's Bayesian. How did you come in contact with her? I mean, did you fly over there? No, um, Jay Brown had actually bought I me mean, a song. She has a song right now. And it's a, 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 I want to say massive because of <laughs> her roots. But she has this outrageous song called Pony Replay. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was I was a little reluctant when I first heard the song. And then, you know, he kept going, Jay Brown. He kept being persistent. I was like, you know what, bring her by. Mm -hmm. And when she walked into our office, I was like, you know, she just had, it was just something about her. It was just, she had this, you know, it was just something about it. And then she um, performed this song, and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Then, you know, we sat down and we talked, and they were talking about how she would stay in the studio and try to get the verse over and then come back the next day. I was like, oh, work ethic, okay. everything is there. So we signed it at night. We didn't let her leave the office. Really? The three in the morning was when that contract got signed. So from the meeting around three, four in the afternoon, mm -hmm. we signed it by three in the morning. Wow. That day, I was I was absolutely certain. How often does that happen? I mean, that's not that's not often. That's, that's unheard not, of, right? That's not yeah. I mean, to get lawyers to draft up contracts and then the other side to agree to contracts in ten hours is that's retarded. Now, what what would I welcome to Real Black Content is Forum podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're just going to shoot the bobo a little bit. And uh, I'm going to talk about a movie, beloved, that I seen back in the day, right? Um, it, it comes in a bunch of uh, part one, part two, part three. I'm talking about The Godfather. I can't really remember the scene I'm going to describe to you guys. Did it come on part one or part two? But I'm going to just... Uh, I'm going to tell you guys the scene I seen, right? Um, in the movie called The Godfather, it's Marlon Brando. And um, the star actor in the film, his name is uh, Al Pacino. But it's a young Al Pacino, right? And in the movie, um, the Don is the Godfather. He's over the family. His name is Vito. His son is uh, Michael Corleone, right? And Mike is on the verge of taking over the family because Vito, his dad, is he's of age. He's old and he's on his way out. Because Mike's dad is on his way out, he's giving him the game about how this kosher notion life works. And he's telling him about the pitfalls and he's telling him how to play certain situations. And most importantly, he's teaching his son, I'm talking about the Don Vito, his son Mike on how to handle conflict and what to look for in the lifestyle that they live and what does conflict look like, how you resolve it. But most importantly, who is the turncoat in the situation? Who is the traitor? Who's the Benedict Arnold? Who's the Judas? And how to point out a Judas, right? So it was a scene in The Godfather. I don't know if they were sitting like outside or something, but again, Mike is talking to Vito and he says to him, right, because um, the nemesis at this time, the family that poses the biggest threat, their Don was named um, Barzini, right? Barzini is, he's like um, 
he's a major figure, right? So Vito was telling his son, listen, the way you play Barzini is he's going to eventually send somebody to you. The person that he sends to you, he's coming on the behalf of the Barzini family. You're going to know him, but he's not for you. He's the representation of them. He's their representative. And ultimately, he's going to try to put you in a position of comfort. Make you think everything is all right. Promise you safety. But in turn, he's the he's the Judas. He's putting you in a position where you're going to always lose. And something is going to happen to you, Mike. You're going to lose your life. It's not because you don't know who your enemy is. It's the person that's coming in the middle. You're friendly with this person. You like this person. He's He may have been around the family. He may be part of the family, right? But whoever Barzini sends, he's coming on the behalf of them, not you. You just got to know him when you see him, right? Later in the movie, the person that the Barzini family sent to the Colleone family was a character named Sal. And Sal was a problem. They had to do what they had to do with Sal to move forward with their family and greatness, right? So in Real Black Continents Forum Podcast, beloved, we had a conversation and we were talking about New Yorkers. They're all bought and paid for, especially the entertainers because the record labels, man, that's there. The boutique labels that many of our people are, you know, they're over and they're doing their thing. Ultimately, everybody is owned and is in contract with these small hats. So they don't have a voice. The black voice is, is going, it can't come out of New York. Not if he's an entertainer because the black voice in New York is bought. But it takes somebody to help tie that voice up. It doesn't work. Pimping and horn doesn't work unless the whole seems appealing she can't just have the old school split in her stockings and the cheap outfit on in order to trap somebody the bait have to be just right and if you listen to old pimps they fix up the hoes the hoes wear mean coats they ride around in cadillacs all day they wear nice jewelry they had to be able to catch somebody at a high level you see what i'm saying Beloved, I can submit to you that Jay-Z is the biggest bait that they have to offer for our youth to lock up those in contracts, but he's a double agent. He works for the small hats. That's the guy we all like, but that's the guy that, no, he's not for us. He's the sale from the Godfather. If our village is the Colleone village, Right, and the small hat village is Barzini. Jay Z is the sale that they're sending to us just to resolve the conflict and make things better for them. That brother don't show up to make nothing better for us, he's a street nigga. And of course, on this platform, we teach our people, beloved, that the street nigga has no soul, he doesn't belong to us, his soul belongs to the mix, to the guineas. To the kikes he doesn't he is it's the money thing with them 
Speed guys are driven by money and blood. This is what motivates them. This is how you get a reputation if you're a street guy. You have to spill blood, shed blood all over the place, lose blood through war and money. That's what the whole streets is nothing else to the streets. That's it. It's just blood and it's money. And even Big Mama, beloved, you know, she know that in her wisdom, sitting with that gown on, you know what I mean? You know, in that recliner or that big chair with those house shoes on, she taught us, beloved, that what? She said that the, there's nothing but death and jail in the streets. So if death and jail is in the streets and somebody is coming in the presence of you and I and they are the representation of a street nigga, we know that death and pain is in their heart because this is why they fit so well in the streets, right? Over 25 years, Jay-Z been in hip-hop, beloved, right? And you got to really ask yourself, where have he been for real? When do we see him? When do he show up? Like, what makes him show up? Over the last 25 years, the hip-hop community be having um, hip-hop summits in the Midwest. He's not there. Hip-hop summits in the East and the South and the West Coast. and He never shows up. He's not there. You never see him for things like that. The hip-hop community over the last 25 years, beloved, they be having stopped the violence rallies. and I'm talking about all over the country. He's one of the most known and biggest figures in the game, but he's not there. He's at none of these events. He's You never see the guy. It didn't dawn to me that he was a turncoat until the NFL situation. That's when I it hit me. That's when that that light came on. When the NFL had an issue with Kellen Kaepernick and Colin had the brothers kneeling and the small hat owners was losing money and sponsors and their fan base was getting agitated because they could not control the players who did they make a call to the small hats being the Barzini's they brought Sal in to come and make things smoothed over with the Colleones with us everybody's kneeling everybody is they ready for it whatever it is they ready for it then all of a sudden, Jay comes into the room. There's a deal made behind a closed door. There's a meeting. You see him next to a devil, Roger Goodell. You see Jay's team and you see in the field members and it just, everybody's chummy. Then all of a sudden, there's no more kneeling. There's no more protesting. Out of all the Stop the Violence summits that they have in hip hop for 25 years, I can't remember that dude at none of them. Out of all the hip-hop summits that been going on for the last 25 years, he ain't at none of them. But all of a sudden, when something go on in the sports world, which is not really his world. I mean, it is, but it's not because he got like a sports agency. So really, it was like a conflict of interest to see him kind of like in that meeting anyway. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. This is when he pops up to smooth things over between the small hats and our people that was 
a little upset behind the Kaepernick situation. He didn't. He doesn't call for us. He doesn't show up for us. I mean, we can actually see, beloved, that so many community leaders have been trying so hard to work on Brooklyn to get Brooklyn back to what it used to be because it was a place where the citizens of Brooklyn they loved that borough so much they just they represented it right but if you haven't been in Brooklyn in a while or the Bronx in Harlem it looks like LA it's, it's everything is all ganged out bloods and crips and violence and there's murder and uh there's no Jay-Z. He's not there. He doesn't show up to come and talk to our youth and try to, try to, you know, get things to go in a different way from the borough that he represents, from the borough that he's from. In fact, there was a conflict with a gentleman that was on his staff, one of his, you know, it was a it was a guy named Taxstone. He was an artist on Rock Nation through the podcasting. He had an issue with another little Brooklyn guy. His name was um, Troy Ave. Now, this is something, man, if you're not from New York City, I mean, everybody knows that he is New York City. Everybody knows he's from Brooklyn. He could have made one call and it would have threw cold water on their little situation that they had. He doesn't get involved. So what happened? Because he don't get involved in any of the Brooklyn politics, not even the politics that involve members that's signed to his situation. When Tech Stone and Troy Ave had a situation, one person was, he lost his life, he's no longer here. One person is in jail, which is Tex, and the other person is fighting for their freedom, which is Troy. But it, what was Jay at? He couldn't make the call to get it right? You can't, you can't find him when it's time for refinement of your own borough. You can't find him when it's time to him to speak a word and get guys out of his bro together and get him unified you can't find him but you know who found him that Russian billionaire the small hat he found him see when they was trying to put that the Nets thing together and they were trying to build that building for that stadium so those uh, that NBA team would have somewhere to play they called Jay we, we can't find him when we need him but when they need him Sal is always there for the Barzini family. And he comes amongst the village. And he plays big owner. Yeah, I'm the owner and I'm the executive of this. I'm going to show up at the meetings and this is my team. I'm part owner of the Brooklyn Nets. And those small hats worked them up, coached them up good, man. He came on in front of us. We were so inspired, beloved. We thought, damn, a guy from the projects end up owning the team from the very place he was from. That is an inspirational story. That is an all-American story. And then, you know, there's a little twist to the story because in order for all of this thing to work, there's some poor black and brown people that live in a certain area that they can't they ain't gonna be able to live in no more. They don't have to get the hill about it and go somewhere else. But you know, they would risk it all for Jay. They just want to see, you know, hometown boy does good, right? The small hat wave from Russia. Got him on the jack, got him on the line. He needed that favor from Jay. He got that favor from Jay. And then, you know, sometimes you can't really see things because there's so much smoke. And then when the smoke is start 
to dissipate a little bit. It's so many mirrors around. Everything is just those reflections are just becoming it's just real confusion. You can't see, you can't get a good but when that smoke died down and we had to break a few of those mirrors to kill these reflections and we can see what it really is when there is no more smoke and mirrors we found out that that nigga only won less than 1% of the team now he knew it but we didn't know it but he paraded around us like he was an owner like he this is his oh man I'm not showing up at the Rutgers I own my own team I own the NBA team baby I'm I'm Hey, I went on the bigger and better things. He played this act up so well. We thought he was a real owner. And so we found out later that he wasn't. Less than 1% of a team. See, this is what we talk about on Real Black Consciousness Forum, beloved. When you know, we can like guys as an entertainer. He, he's entertaining. I mean, that's the small hat. That's the new game for hip-hop artists. He... These small hat got these niggas on stage performing late 50s, 60s. If you let him have it, the small hat, he gonna have our people out there 70 years old on the stage, puffing Mary J. Blige. These niggas gonna be in goddamn rolling up in the wheelchair with the cane on stage performing to get that money for daddy. But the way that they put these guys in front of us, they, we supposed to look up to them. But we don't know until we get around somebody with knowledge that, no, that guy's bought. He... He only comes around for them. You don't see the guy for nothing else. When do we see this guy? We don't. So many things that go on in our nation, in our community, our village. We can't get a number on him. We can't pull his coattail when we need him. But you know who can get in contact with him? The Clintons can. Joe Biden them can. When Trump, running to be president, had his foot on Hillary Clinton's neck. And she was she just needed some type of lifeline. You know what the lifeline that she used? She she called the, the carters up. Jay, we we need you. It's time for you to report for duty. And you know what he did? He jumped up and he got on that stage. And he was trying to get Hillary Clinton in that big seat in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. He did all he can do. Is that not right? When the Barzinis call him, he can show up. When you call him, he's <laughs> he's not showing up. Beloved, you can't see he doesn't belong to us. He belongs to them. He's in that line. He's with the liberals. He's with the small hats. He's bought and he's paid for. What can you can't really do nothing with the guy? What are you gonna do with the guy? A person, beloved, with 25 years, right, in the hip hop culture. I was listening to Kanye. On that Drink Champs interview before they took it down. But it's okay. I downloaded it. I still got it. So I ain't tripping on that. But there was something that Kanye said. In talking about his relationship with Jay-Z. He said you know. With him. Yay he's talking now. He said it's all about me receiving the information. That was his hang up with Jay. He, This guy knows a lot of shit I'm around him all the time I refer to this guy This is Kanye talking about Jay-Z I refer to him as my big brother But he have the information to a lot of shit He doesn't tell me though He won't tell anybody He'll just keep this information for himself And all I need This is Jay talking Is the information 
And I'm thinking to myself, beloved, no, no, no. That's not to um <laughs> that's his brother. You know what I'm saying? That's the small hat brother. He belongs to them. He he got to look like he's walking, talking with us, but he he's not our brother. He doesn't give you the information, yeah. He doesn't give anybody the information. Nobody can get a hold on to him. He has a Twitter. He got a Facebook. He got an Instagram. Oh man, you know, Jay don't do no talking. He don't do no posting. No, no, no. He don't do no talking. He don't do no posting with you. But it's clear who can get a hold on to him. Think about a man from the ghetto, a street guy, Jay-Z, right? Standing next to the Clintons. If you listen to a little of Jay lyrics, he has a a, a partner. He his partner Emery, and he talks about how Emery got locked up and he had to do some time in federal prison i think maybe like 10 years and he didn't roll or he didn't fold or i don't know he kind of makes some you know some uh he bigging you know he's bigging my man up emory for not snitching i don't know why because there's another person in this in this establishment the rock nation establishment that's she's a known rat but maybe that's a different story for a different day so he's talking about emory and the thing about Jay is this, right? Most of our brothers that went to jail for drugs, they went to federal prison. But do you know who passed the law to get them in prison for these mandatory minimum sentences? The Clintons did that. They went and they found Slick Willie, right, from Arkansas. He was the governor of Arkansas. He always celebrated, I'm talking about Slick Willie. He always celebrated Confederate flag battle day in Arkansas. But they they run the media. They run the cameras. They can get the small hats to put some more money in. And the liberals can clean the image up to make him look like he's a friend of ours. And when Slick Willie got in office, him and Jim Crow Joe Biden, right, along with the congressional black coons. Uh, no, pardon me. I meant to say the congressional black caucus. They got together and they came up with a crime bill. Right now, I'm going to show you how this all works together. It's not that I'm a. um, Well, I I am a little critical of the crime bill because you see, um, it's not that they put niggas in jail. They put the nonviolent niggas in jail. But it was Hillary Clinton beating that drum on the floor in D.C. Calling our people super predators. So, of course, our village, we not just because we all black this is make it we don't we don't get along with the criminal better so yeah we can all let's get rid of the super uh, predators but it was a bait and switch they act as if they wanted to get rid of the super predators but then they got rid of the our brothers and sisters and uncles and aunties and who wasn't they was in the non-violent end of the crime they wasn't in the violent end they got wrapped up in those mandatory minimum sentences and if i'm not mistaken jay-z's partner emory he was a casualty of that. But just think of the optics. You're standing on the stage with the Clintons talking about something that's going to be there be better fit for America. But these are the people that put your people in jail. Just you can't make this shit up. But it, it really doesn't matter because when a street nigga is out for themselves, that's their that's their language. That's their normal body behavior. They're out for self. It's all about the money and blood with them. So, beloved, yeah, when we had these conversations and I say, hey, man, these guys from New York, man, the small hats, you know, they belong to them. We're just not making this shit up. The small hats and the liberals 
New York City, Jaime Town is their stronghold. They run that place with an iron fist. So this is why you can see Jay-Z. He just put together, um, maybe a couple of months ago, he had a Rock Nation uh, summit of some sort. And he had 2,000 guests. And they were going to talk about criminal justice reform and police brutality. And uh, just imagine that. Some hip-hop guys, they're talking about, they have a summit to talk about criminal justice reform. Police brutality, right? But why don't you throw a summit because you're in the arena of hip-hop. And why don't you teach the youth about how to look and what to look for in recording contracts? What recording contracts not to sign? How not to sign a 360 deal? Why don't you have a summit and break that down? You can't. Because you're you're bought and paid for it. You can't awaken your brothers and sisters' eyes that sleep and want to come into the industry. You will watch them come in and get tied up with a contract where they're going to be, they're going to owe all their life. You're not going to say nothing because they paid you. You're their buddy. You're their friend. You're the sale. They send you out for their bidding. You don't come to us for our bidding. He made a, I'm talking about Jay, put together a Rock Nation summit and all they were talking about was liberal shit. You can look at the guest list and I think Killer Mike was there and Charlemagne the guy was there and um, Ben Crump was there and Ben Jones was there and Tamika Mallory and Michael Eric Dyson. It was liberal, 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 liberal. God damn, what was the this liberals that was there? And everybody that's liberal that's there, they tied in with a small hat. Imagine that. You think Kanye was at his summit? This happened some few months back now. This is around the springtime, if I'm not mistaken. You think Ye was there? <laughs> you think Candace Owens was there? You think anybody that could have spoke on the right that would have brought a balance that was there? No, you're going to... No, they would have changed the press on Jay-Z tomorrow. They're pushing Jay-Z in front of us and they make sure they say he's a billionaire. You notice how they call Jay a billionaire. They don't call Kanye West a billionaire. They don't call Floyd Money Mayweather a billionaire. But they make sure they call Jay-Z a billionaire because he's the one out front. They're using him to recruit y'all to go into them and get signed up in these contracts. He's the guy out in front. He's the bottom bitch. That's how we say in the Midwest. This is pimping out. He's the bottom bitch. He's the one that they can depend on. That's why they call him. When you act unruly, that's the guy they get on the phone to get you guys in line. They call him. And then they pull him in the room. They make a deal. And then he comes out and this is the play. This is what it's, this is what it's all about. How powerful would that be if he had a summit and say, listen, we're going to teach you guys what contracts not to sign. We're going to put some good lawyers around you. Some good, honest guys. We've been in the business. Look around in the room. These guys been in the business 25, 30 years. Because Joe Gotti and all these, they're all up. Everybody, they're there. They go to his brunches. They go to his summits. They're all there. And then they want to get next to him. But he has information he can't give to them. So Kanye went around him and got the information somewhere else and surpassed him. And this is what it is. This is when they start having issues. Can you notice that? We on the outside looking in and we noticed that Kanye and Jay-Z ain't start having issues until they start ticking up on the money thing. Some of these guys, they like to be the biggest guy in the room. 
They, they love just to be that guy that sits in the room and, you know. Now, I can salute our brother Jay for putting together the Team Rock. You know, because um, they financially backed lawsuits. They had the Mississippi prison situation that went on in February 2020 on the behalf of the inmates that was living in barbaric conditions, right? Okay, I'm with that. But you come from a hip-hop community. What are you doing to educate your community, your village on what's going on with the contracts? So maybe if maybe if you fix the guys on your side of the fence, they won't ever end up in prison to begin with. If they know how to get legal money and get the right situation and know how to put their careers together and not just sign themselves over to small hats, then won't, don't you think that that would be a better fit for them? But see, it's the reason why they put this guy up as a billionaire because this is how you get the attention of the youth to listen to him. And I just think about the guy sometimes. I'm like, I know he's living a great life. I know he's making a lot of money, but a billionaire, I don't see. Because, you know, we this is capitalism, beloved. In America, it is a very capitalistic society. So you got to see the sales in some things. Like, I'm looking at the sales. He's a billionaire. What is he selling to get him to a billion dollars? I always felt like this billionaire club is just they knight you to be a billionaire. It's like it's a club. It's not necessarily the money. If you play along like you're supposed to do and you stand next to the liberals like you're supposed to do, they were just, you know, they put the, oh, he's a billionaire. And they want everybody to look up to you. They don't do that to Floyd Money Mayweather. Because maybe he went to Trump's inauguration and he didn't. They said, nah, they don't want to validate him. Kanye West stood next to Trump. They don't want to validate him. But the guy that stand next to the liberals, he got the best publicist in the world. He's a billionaire. And I'm just looking at the sales, you know, not that we pocket watching, but since we just talking on a, you know, we having a good conversation. We're in the living room. We're in the alleyway sitting in the couch. We sitting on the milk crate. We taking it back in the day. We sitting on the stoop. We sitting on the porch. And I'm thinking to myself, beloved, I don't see the billion dollars plus in sales that it make him a billionaire. He got a cool liquor, but that shit is just, it's a tri-state area thing. They not drinking that say shit in Tennessee. They ain't got that. They don't carry that in the Irish pubs. There's certain parts in the South and Midwest they don't even sell Duce, so it can't be the sales of Duce. So how do he... What happened to the clothing line? We got a clothing line that came in and went. We had the rocker wear it, but nobody's wearing that shit no more. I thought he sold that. So what is he really selling that's making, that's putting him to a billionaire? Like, what is he selling? I, I don't know. I'm just straight up. Like, what is he selling? Look like he got a damn good publicist is what it looked like. Like literally what is he I don't know what he's he, he got a label Who's coming off the label It looked like his artists Beloved they drop albums once every other year It looked like, it looked like nobody's putting, putting No music out over there He got a title I don't know nobody that got a title Everybody I know listen to Information on YouTube And they go to you know they got the Apple And I don't know nobody with title So I don't see the sales there You know what I'm saying I mean I don't know what else Jay got. He's the billionaire? I don't know, man. It looks like he's just pretty close to the small hatch to me. <laughs> Boy, it's good to be the bottom bitch, ain't it? <laughs> no, beloved, we can't rock with nothing out of New York City. Nahimi Town, they already bought. You know, it uh, the guy like this 
is ushering these young guys in to be tied into these small hats. And he locked a lot of brothers up when he was at Def Jam. That's why they put him at Def Jam. They made another call. See, it was a time, it was a gap. This internet was kind of coming in so strong, it was booming. And a lot of these young kids start going viral and making their own videos and making their own music. And they start making touring money, right? They start being really independent. They get one single off, a couple good singles off. They can go do a show, $15,000, $20,000. And it was too much free money. It wasn't tied in to the small hats. They couldn't get a piece of it. So what did they do? They gave Jay an executive job at Def Jam. They just used him for his name. So everybody can run up there to meet their favorite rapper. And while they're meeting their favorite rapper, he got the contract ready for them to sign. And he got other artists that was going to leave and go independent. But since he was there, they came back and re-signed. This is the hustle. A lot of acts could have got with a lot of other touring agencies. No, not with Jay. Live Nation made another call, brought him in. And what did he He brings artists to the Live Nation now and I'm hearing they signed to Rock Nation, but when they get their check, their check doesn't say, it doesn't say Rock Nation. It doesn't say Team Rock. It doesn't say Rockefeller. It doesn't say Carter Enterprise. It says Live Nation. They use him to sign y'all in with them. That's the play. But an old pimp once told me, that's the way you get hoes. You use your hoe, your bottom bitch, to pull in the rest of your hoes. And the problem with us, and why a lot of people don't like our podcast, is because we don't want to see our people being hoes no more. How about that? Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Real Black Contest Forum Podcast, man. Big VJ, man. Hey, free Casanova, right? You could have talked to that young man. He from Brooklyn. You could have changed his ways. But you let him drive off a cliff. You can't make this shit up. Until next time, peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast, be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.